This Blitz podcast is brought to you by Bravado Wireless. Available online at bravadowireless.com. It is the Blitz 1170. It is a Wednesday drive to work. Scott File in the other room. I'm Rick Corey, both in the Tulsa Oilers studio. We're now happy to welcome to our hotline a guy who played a high level of college football right here at the University of Tulsa after transferring from Texas and is now coaching the same way down at Texas State. He is G.J. Kenny. G.J., congratulations on a great start at Texas State, and thank you for the time this morning. Oh, I appreciate you having me. All right, so I got to ask now, you had a great start at Incarnate Word as a coach, got the gig there at Texas State, and I saw your mantra of take back Texas. So just tell me about that Baylor game and what that win did for that program. Yeah, that was, that was one of those, uh, you know, really big wins just for the program and, and our players, and, you know, it was our first game, so getting that buy-in from, from the kids and, you know, all, all off season, you work so hard and, but, you know, new coaching staff, that's one of those deals where uh, that first game can be um, huge. And uh, to get a win like that on the road versus a power five opponent, in-state uh, opponent right down the road was, was really big for uh, our program, recruiting, uh, everyone involved. So uh, just really happy for the guys. I can imagine. Now, it's one thing to say that. It's one thing to, you know, tell your guys this is what we're going to do. And coaches will always tell you, and you've experienced this too as a player, I'm sure, once you actually go win a game like that, then you coach a little harder, they believe a little harder. Did you see that after week one? Yeah, that's exactly right. And then, obviously, we we ran into a really good opponent, UTSA, and, and, uh, you know, they're really well coached and been together for a while and, and took them down to the wire and and uh, so, you, you know, it was one of those deals where, you know, a really high, high, really low, low. Now we got to be able to bounce back this week versus a really good Jackson State team. And, and uh, at home, finally get a home opener and, and uh, guys will be excited to play at home. I know that. You know, and I, I said this about the, that place. I drove through the campus. Gosh, it's probably been 15 years ago when I was going through San Marcos. And I kind of looked around and I thought, man, this thing kind of looks like a little gold mine. You know, like like something here could really happen. When you took the job, was that your feeling? Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, we have 40,000 students. You have the river flowing through campus right in between Austin and San Antonio. And, and uh, you know, they, they haven't won, uh, you know, since the, the 80s and that whole deal. And, and so for me, it was one of those, uh, I felt like it was a great opportunity for me to come in here and, and, and do what we do and, and um, you know, put an exciting brand of football out on the field. A lot of, a lot of the same stuff that, you know, I learned from my days at TU and, and all the, the great places I've been. And, and um, so it's, uh, it's been, it's been everything I've wanted and, and uh, everything my family wanted. And, and just, a, just like you said, a, a real gem right here in the, in the hill country of Texas. Yeah, if you've never done, done it, you should drive through there. By the way, also, there's some great German restaurants around there. 738 on the Blitz 1170. G.J. Kinney, former Tulsa quarterback and Texas quarterback, now head coach at Texas State with us. Rick Corey with Scott File. Yeah, kind of piggybacking off what Rick just asked, you know, the Texas State has really been on a meteoric rise the last decade. How much excitement are you sensing around San Marcos, around the program, especially after the Baylor win? And how much excitement does that bring to you to come to work every day? Yeah, it really does. I think it starts with our president, Kelly Danfus. You know, he's a, he's a real rock star. And, and uh, one of the, the big reasons why I wanted to take this job. And, and um, you know, I, I think after that Baylor win, you could see just the, the real excitement, the, the uh, hunger uh, for a winner and, and everyone rallying around you. And, 
um, you know, the students. And, and uh, so I'm, I'm really excited for this, this home opener this Saturday and, and hoping to have a bunch of fans in the stands. And, and uh, we moved it back to 730 to, to, you know, make sure it wasn't too hot for everybody and get them, at, get them in here. And, and uh, we're going to have a bunch of recruits here and it uh, should be a, a really exciting time. And, and um, so just decided to get out there and, and finally get to go play at our, at our home stadium. Yeah, I can imagine. So home openers are always special. If you'd like to text a question to GJ, you can at 918-262-5072. We'd be happy to read it for you here at the Blitz 1170. You mentioned your pedigree. You know, you signed to Texas. You ended up playing at Tulsa, played for Malzahn, played for, you know, uh, got a chance to play for Chad. And certainly for Todd, and, and you've been around too. Some time with the Eagles, you spent time in Hawaii. It kind of chronicle what happened to you post your Tulsa career. We'll go back and talk about that one in a bit, and kind of what some of you took from all of those things as you kind of build toward being a head coach, GJ. Yeah, um, you know, I think starting with Tulsa, just um, you know, just a real special time for me there, and, and getting to play for for Coach Graham and and uh, everything that he taught us and. And, uh, you know, obviously Coach Malzahn and, and uh, Chad Morris and Mike Norvell was on that staff mm-hmm. and, and uh, see all the great coaches that, that were there, you know, during that time and always knew I wanted to coach. So try to take, you know, something a little bit from all those guys. And, and uh, I did, was fortunate enough to, to go play in the NFL for a little bit. And, uh, you know, I spent most of my time with the Eagles when, when Chip Kelly was there. And, and so another kind of a college coach coming to the NFL and, and bringing a new offense. And, and so really I feel like, you know, between Malzahn and Chad Morris and, and Mike Norvell and getting to play for, for Chip Kelly and, and uh, Ryan Day was there at the time. I mean, there was all kinds of great coaches and great, you know, offensive minds and, and uh, really great head coaches as well. So, that that was you know something that obviously you know I wanted to be a, a starter in the NFL, but um, I really kind of got a PhD in, in coaching uh, with all those guys. So that was that was very fortunate and very blessed to be able to do that, and then getting to go um, you know work for Chad and then work for Todd again, and then go work for Doug Peterson was was something that that was really cool and and got to learn a lot. And then, uh, you know, finally got to go back and work for, for uh, coach Malzahn at UCF. And then finally got to be a a head coach last year at UIW and go 12 and two and, and uh, you know, got to play North Dakota state in the semifinals and my quarterback won the the FCS Heisman. And so it was kind of one of those deals where kind of all your, your hard work and, and uh, kind of paid off last year. And, and, uh, you know, we were really close to to winning all and and then had the opportunity to to come to Texas state. And, you know, we, we signed a bunch of guys and, and, uh, you know, got a lot of belief here and, and um, we got some, some good quarterbacks in the room, got some really good players. And and, um, so I'm excited to kind of tackle this season and, and uh, really just kind of like we talked about, give these fans something to, to cheer about and put an exciting brand of football on the field because that, that is so so important, you know, especially early oh, yeah. on. I remember back at the, the TU days when Todd came back and, you know, I was just transferring in. But, you know, the, the offenses that, that Gus had, 07 and 08, number one in the country, and just kind of what that did to a fan base and recruiting and, and all that. So trying to really kind of do the same thing here. 
couple more moments here with G.J. Kinney, head football coach at Texas State, formerly, of course, a player at Tulsa and at Texas as well, at 743 here on the Blitz 1170. Two things here. Did you know all along you wanted to be a coach? I mean, as you said, I know you wanted to play in the NFL, but even after that, did you know you wanted to be a coach? And were you purposely taking pieces from each of those coaches? Were you making notes? Or is it something that just kind of ingrained itself as you went through the programs? Yeah, yeah. I, I knew I always wanted to coach. I didn't know exactly at what level. I think when I was in the NFL, it was, you know, hey, I want to stay in the NFL. Um, but then when I got into college and then went back to the NFL, I think for me it was the ability to, to impact young young men and, and uh, kind of mold them and, and uh, you know, really save some kids' lives. Um, I think that really is one of the things I love about, about college. Um and so I, I knew I wanted to coach, and and uh, yeah, like you said, just kind of taking a little bit from from each coach that that I was around, and uh, learning, you know, from from the bad, and and you know, you know, I think the main thing is just being yourself. You got to be yourself um, in these situations, and you try to be someone you're not. These, these guys are too smart; they'll, they'll see right through you. So just being yourself, and at the same time, taking all the the good stuff that that you know that you've been provided, and uh, and run with it. When your days when you were a quarterback, you were a leader on the field. How much did that kind of prepare you for your role as being a leader as a head coach? Yeah, I think there's no doubt about it. And I think, you know, especially early on in my, obviously in high school, everything happened in high school and then getting to college and, and getting with Coach Graham, I think, you know, he's one of the best at, at that. And he really, really forced me into that leadership role early on, you know, my sophomore year. I was a starter there and, and voted team captain and, and one of those deals or you know, we didn't have the best season that that first year and really taught me a lot and and um really learned a lot from, from those mistakes and, and uh that year and then going on to my junior year with, with when Coach Morris came in, we kinda of have that historic run and beat Notre Dame and just uh just a lot of fun and, and uh really learn a lot about yourself and that's all I tell these guys all the time. It's hard to be a leader if you're not making plays and and um, so you, you always need your best players to, to really step up and be that leader. No question. All right, so let's go to the time just strictly at Tulsa. You've mentioned it a little bit. What are some of the best memories, some of the best moments? And I have something specific I want to ask you about Notre Dame in a few minutes, but yeah. as you reflect back, what are some of the things that will always stand out in your mind? Yeah, I think obviously the Notre Dame game, just because it was on the national stage and, and, uh, you know, it was a it was a big time win for the program, and and something that, you know, we talked about all the time with 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 Coach Graham, and and uh, you know, being the best, and you know, at, at, at Tulsa it was one of those deals we're always fighting against the bigger programs in state, so kind of getting that marquee win was was really cool for us and really special for our guys, kind of put us on the national stage. I think uh, like you brought about the the Hawaii Bowl, that was that was a really fun one. Um, you know, just going, they were in the top 25 and we had had a really good season and, and uh, so had they, and then going to, you know, play and, and they're, they're basically their, their own bowl and going to get a win there was, was huge for the program. And, um, you know, two other games that kind of stand out the, uh, uh, you know, my, my sophomore year, my first year starting that, that Houston game, even though we lost um, just the, the ups and downs of that one. And, 
and uh, running around and throwing the ball around and, and battling versus Case Keenum was was a lot of fun. And then my senior year beating SMU at home and, and uh, that whole deal just because SMU seemed to have our number there for a little bit. <laughs> and uh, finally getting to, to beat them my senior year was, was a lot of fun. Yeah, I go back to that Notre Dame game, and I've told people this before, you know, in, in watching you, there was a play, and I think it was about a third and 16, and you pegged about an 18-yard first down p- pass. And from that point, I saw a different you, and I think I saw a different football team. Do you happen to remember yeah. that play? Yeah, yeah. I think we threw it to, to Ricky Johnson over there mm-hmm. on the, on the uh, to the left, and he ran the seam. And, and uh, yeah, I think it was just one of those deals where just that uh, that attitude of, you know, no matter – you know, what the circumstance is, third and whatever it is towards the end of the game, you know, we're going to win this game and, and do whatever it takes. And I think everyone believed that as well. And, and I agree with you after that that game and, and that moment, because we just came off of a big loss for SMU. I remember yep. talking to Mike Mayock, you know, that week, you know, going into the game and we uh, we lost that game and then going into Notre Dame and, and uh, you know, the guys just refused to lose and, and – um, you know, obviously the offense gets a lot of credit all the time. That's just the way it goes. But man, our defense really, really played well that game and had some, you know, punt return, special teams, touchdown. That's usually, you know, those upsets. You got to have a good special teams um, uh, play. And, and uh, you know, Sean Jackson and Cornelius Arnick had big plays in that game. And, and uh, so, yeah, that, that one was always, you know, a lot of fun and, and uh, something they can't take from us. And God bless Demarce Johnson, man. <laughs> the punt return that was a uh, that was pretty no special. Doubt. After we'd been assured uh, in the pregame up in the booth that uh, Tulsa would get nothing on special teams that day, you know the last thing for you is uh, I remember you. T- I remember I think it was Chad who first told me. He said, "You know, with GJ, we got to get him hit." He told me he wants to get hit, and yeah. then he feels like he's part of the game. And that's, you know, most quarterbacks avoid getting hit. You ran out and tried to find somebody to hit. What was it in the world about that that settled you down? And have you been around other players that you that are the same way? Yeah, I think uh, for me, just I, I was kind of, you know, that, that dual threat guy. And, and I like to, like you said, kind of get hit and, and, you know, run the ball early. You know, I think that was something different for Chad. I remember those first couple of games, you know, he wasn't running me. And I told him like, "Hey, like, run me. That's what I'm not gonna get hurt. I promise. I'm not gonna get hurt. Let's just go, <laughs> go out there and let's do it." And uh, from that moment on, that was another thing that I think really changed us. Is you know, he started using, you know, my legs and and doing all that. Just kind of calmed me down a little bit, and I felt like I'd get into a rhythm. And, uh, in the past game, so yeah, I think you know every, every quarterback's a little different. My quarterback last year, at UIW, was was uh, a little bit like that. But I think every quarterback just likes to get into a rhythm early and and uh, you know, just start kind of filling the game out a little bit. And for me, you know, getting hit and kind of waking me up a little bit was, was my way of doing it. Yeah. It is. It, I remember Chad just kind of shaking his head and going, I've never seen somebody like that. But GJ wanted to get hit. Saw one of the most incredible performances down there in that Houston game. And I think you willed uh, that Tulsa football team to a, to a win. Well, look, I couldn't be more happy for your success. I know you're on a, you're going to be on a rise and continue on. I know it's that old, you know, I'm, I'm sure you're happy where you are, but I think there's even bigger things in your future. Congratulations and keep that rolling, brother. Yeah, I, I really appreciate that, and, and thanks for having me. And, and Tulsa always be really special to me, and, and uh, always cheering for those guys. And, and 
I'd, I'd love to come back on any time you, you have. Thank you for listening to this exclusive Blitz 1170 podcast from Bravado Wireless.